It's brought to you by Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. A reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery online at henryoil.com. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, plumbing and heating, residential, commercial fuel oil delivery. Folks, this winter, make Henry Oil your choice. Give them a call today. They have service contracts, budget plans. Henry Oil, think it was in 1947, Carmine Henry DeSanto delivered fuel oil with a single truck operating. And, and uh, the generation and the family business continues. Henry Oil. Call them today, folks. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. And online at henryoil.com. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. It's uh, Right now it's 12.07. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, we have a lot of people that are buzzing about the website which is dipetro.com. Folks, check it out in dipetro.com, which is brought by the Saturdale Revival, Comfort Food and Cocktails, uh, delicious food, winner of several Rhode Island monthly awards. Stop it and see Shane and Company, the Saturdale Revival, Comfort, Comfort Food, Food, Cocktails, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. You can find them on Facebook, and then the website is thesenardale.com. Well, there's a lot to... Um, Uh, get to folks on this Monday. I want to start off with the embarrassing situation that is happening overseas as we speak. And that is the embarrassing situation with uh, the Biden administration, with the president, how uh, the NBC News poll that came out yesterday is is just brutal. And uh, but it's accurate, though. And see, I think this is one of those things that those that want to ignore it, and whether they be, you know, locally, Governor McKee or anyone like that, listen, in a very short amount of time, President Biden basically has lost the confidence of, uh, of, of basically the entire, the nation, right? Not just Republicans. He's really taken a hit with independents. He's even taken a hit with Democrats. So now, folks, the big news right now is the fact that and they have the video. There he is. President Biden falls asleep during the opening speeches. Now, there's a lot going on that we all know. Listen, he's he's an older man and travel is certainly tiring. But uh, what's happening right now is is it, it's catching up to him. They've been able to kind of manage President Biden when he's just in the White House. They've been able to kind of try to manage him a little bit and uh and obviously like lack of energy and keeping him on pretty easy schedules but the fact is now you have an overseas trip and I'm not even going to get into the fact that there's there's various rumors of exactly what's you know happening with him and uh and that maybe he had uh some kind of a a situation when he was meeting with the pope but it's one of those things you can't hide that he is uh, he basically fell asleep at the beginning of the, the climate um, conference that that he's at. And folks, with everything going on also, I think that it also shows the White House to be a little bit tone deaf with the fact that he's over there when there's so many problems going on right now in in, in the homeland or his own country. So. But I want to get to um, NBC News news poll. And this was uh, yesterday. It was featured quite a bit on Meet the Press. And it started off on the Today Show. And I want to um, start off with this. This was so Chuck Todd of Meet the Press. He is on the Today Show. And they're talking about, folks, this poll, 71% of Americans believe the country's headed in the wrong direction. Let's hear this a little bit. Chuck Todd is NBC's political director and moderator of Meet the Press. Chuck, good morning. It's good to see you. Boy, you have a lot to talk about this morning. There's the president overseas. There's this legislation that he hopes will get through pretty soon. Massive social spending and infrastructure bills sitting in front of the Congress. Democrats want to get those through. There's a huge election day coming up from 48 hours from now, namely Virginia, with a lot of eyes on that race. And you've got a new NBC Wall Street Journal poll that you're about to roll out. 
We'll let you do most of that. But there was one number we wanted to highlight before we get to you and meet the press, which was the wrong direction number. 71% of the people in your poll, Americans, think this country is headed in the wrong direction. What's driving that? Uh, It's the economy that's driving it more than anything else. And I think that that is, if you looked at everything about this poll, and it's a terrible poll for the president. I'm not going to, we can't, let's not sugarcoat it. It's not a good poll for the president, not a good poll for the Democratic Party. Uh, The only good news for Democrats in there is the data was conducted. And that it's one year from the midterms. It isn't now. It's not now. It's not a great feeling if you're Terry McAuliffe or Phil Murphy, the two Democrats running in Virginia and New Jersey in this current climate. But the big wet blanket on the country is this feeling that the economy is just struggling to get going. Prices are too high as far as people are concerned. They're feeling the cost of living increase, feeling the gas price increase, uh, and they're not seeing a lot from Washington, right? You throw that in there. What are they seeing? They're seeing a lot of infighting. And by the way, Willie, that infighting's taken a toll. When you have a wrong direction that's 71%, that's not just Republicans. Uh, A majority of Democrats think we're headed in the wrong direction. And so this is, you know, and you look at the president's own approval numbers and you see that it's softer among progressive Democrats than it is among mainstream rank and file Democrats. So you see where the tension points are with the president right now. And it's uh, not a great place. Yeah, and this Virginia race being seen as a litmus test for where the country is. If the Democrat Terry McAuliffe loses that on Tuesday, get ready for the alarm bells to start going off among Democrats. Chuck, thank you so much. We will look for much more this morning, as always. Folks, again, it's what's important about that poll. And again, good afternoon at 1213. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. About that poll that they highlighted is just the fact that it's it's not just, you know, Republicans are upset. So as they break it out, it's very clear right now that Republicans do a better job with the economy. So here's MSNBC Steve Kornacki, and he talks about how in this poll, Republicans just do a better job. Then Democrats. Let's hear that a little bit. It's on the question of the economy. We ask in this poll, which party do you think would do a better job handling these issues? By an 18-point margin, voters in this poll saying Republicans on the economy. So you factor in. uh, Look at the uh, advantages that Republicans have and what jumps out here. Now, folks, again, I want to go back to, you know, there's Chuck Todd even trying to uh, break it out. President Biden and their optimism for the country. Listen to this. At least they have right now. Just 22% of adults say we're headed in the right direction. A shocking 71% say we're on the wrong track. And that includes a near majority of Democrats who are saying that. President Biden's approval rating stands at a dismal 42% versus 54% who disapprove. Believe it or not, just two months ago, Mr. Biden was in positive territory. 49% approving, 48% disapproving. So what's pulling down the president's numbers? Well, look at this set of numbers. Just 37% say he has the ability right now to handle a crisis versus nearly a majority who say he does not. 37% also say he's competent and effective as president. 50% disagree with that description. What's more, Republicans, believe it or not, have double-digit leads in dealing with border security, inflation, crime, national security, the economy, and shockingly on getting getting things done. Think of that. Now, I want to go back to, um, and also, folks, Pete Buttigieg, who I think is totally, totally weak. But he appeared on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace. And, folks, they're in uh, full spin now trying to pretend that things are getting better when they're clearly not. 77. Hold on. Let me talk about uh, the backups in the supply chain. Since the president announced two weeks ago that the Port of Los Angeles was going to 24-7 operations, the number of container ships waiting offshore has not gone down. It's gone up from 56 to 77. One day last week, a terminal pier in Long Beach announced... 2,000 appointments for truckers went unused. Goldman Sachs says that port congestion is not going to ease until the second half of next year. Yeah, there are definitely going to continue to be issues, especially as long as the pandemic continues, right? Uh, it, talk about. So what I like, folks, is they break out 
that things are actually getting worse, not better. I want to go back to the exchange of Chuck Todd on the Today Show. Listen to this again. Talk about this morning. There's the president overseas. There's this legislation that he hopes will get through pretty soon. Massive social spending and infrastructure bills sitting in front of the Congress. Democrats want to get those through. There's a huge election day coming up from 48 hours from now, namely Virginia, with a lot of eyes on that race. And you've got a new NBC Wall Street Journal poll that you're about to roll out. We'll let you do most of that. But there was one number we wanted to highlight before we get to you and meet the press, which was the wrong direction number. 71% of the people in your poll, Americans, think this country is headed in the wrong direction. What's driving that? Uh, It's the economy that's driving it more than anything else. And I think that that is, if you looked at everything about this poll, and it's a terrible poll for the president. I'm not going to, we can't, let's not sugarcoat it. It's not a good poll for the president, not a good poll for the Democratic Party. Uh, The only good news for Democrats in there is the date it was conducted, and that it's one year from the midterms. It isn't now. It's not now. It's not a great feeling if you're Terry McAuliffe or Phil Murphy, the two Democrats running in Virginia and New Jersey in this current climate. But the big wet blanket on the country is this feeling that the economy is just struggling to get going. Prices are too high as far as people are concerned. They're feeling the cost of living increase, feeling the gas price increase, uh, and they're not seeing a lot from Washington, right? You throw that in there. What are they seeing? They're seeing a lot of infighting. And by the way, Willie, that infighting's taken a toll. When you have a wrong direction that's 71 percent, that's not just Republicans. Uh, a majority of Democrats think we're headed in the wrong direction. Think of that. And so wow. it, it, this is, you know, and you look at the president's own approval numbers and you see that it's softer among progressive Democrats than it is among mainstream rank and file Democrats. So you see where the tension points are with the president right now. And it's uh, not a great place. Yeah, and this Virginia race being seen as a litmus test for where the country is at the day. Folks, again, it, it, it's, it's going from bad to worse. It is absolutely going from bad to worse. And I want to go, again, the real scary news. This was yesterday and again, folks. Good afternoon, 1218. Yesterday, meet the press. Here we we go. have a brand new NBC News poll out this morning that's filled with some scary news for the Democrats. The overarching message, Americans have lost their confidence in President Biden and their optimism for the country. At least they have right now. Just 22% of adults say we're headed in the right direction. A shocking 71% say we're on the wrong track. And that includes a near majority of Democrats who are saying that. President Biden's approval rating stands at a dismal 42% versus 54% that is approved. Believe it or not, just two months ago, Mr. Biden was in positive territory. 49% approving, 48% disapproving. So what's pulling down the president's numbers? Well, look at this set of numbers. Just 37% say he has the ability right now to handle a crisis versus nearly a majority who say he does not. 37% also say he's confident and effective as president. 50% disagree with that description. What's more, Republicans, believe it or not, have double-digit leads in dealing with border security, inflation, crime, national... And now he falls asleep while he's overseas. Do you think that's going to help his polling numbers or is it going to make it worse his polling numbers folks what an absolute disaster with the biden administration absolutely is folks at 12 20 this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by re coogan and heating call coogs today 401 732 6562 401 732 6562 it's re coogan and heating folks give them a call today especially now as the heating season is basically upon us although it was nice weather yesterday it is good weather today folks call re coogan and heating today helpful trustworthy reliable as coog says let us into your home don't fix it alone re coogan and heating 401 732 6562-401-732-6562 for R.E. Coogan and Heating. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 1220, uh, 12.20 on this Monday, 12.21. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Again, um, I do have a story. I mentioned it last hour. But if you go to the website, dipetro.com, and don't forget, dipetro.com, terrible story about what's going on in uh, the North Kingstown School Department. And it's, um, 
I, I, I don't even know what to make of the story. It's just so bizarre. <clears throat> the fact that this was allowed to go on, you can read about it. It's at the uh, website, topetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Folks, Brood Awakenings, stop it and see them. <clears throat> There's a direct link at the website, topetro.com. Fresh ingredients, uh, drive-through, two of the locations, Warwick and Cherry Hill. Cozy environment, full-service bars, two of the locations. Stop it and see them. Everything's fresh at Brood Awakenings. So <clears throat> here's the thing about... The Biden administration is it seemingly I just don't see how they're going to turn this around. And as much as, you know, you can start to try to spin things and explain things. But when people are going to see the video of President Biden falling asleep, um, you know, you, you're not going to be able to. There's only how, how do you else do you interpret that? Like, people can try to spin different numbers. Commerce Secretary, former Governor Gina Raimondo, was on television over the weekend on Face the Nation. And and basically trying to say that, you know, it's really not their fault, <clears throat> that it's not the government. Instead, it's, it's really, um, it's just a matter of, it's private enterprise. That's how they're trying to spin the whole supply chain. But when you have, uh, it, it, there's only so much they can spin. And the fact is, as I said, you, you can try to convince people that he's doing fine and that he is, in fact, in charge and everything's going fine. And by the way, good afternoon to everybody tuning in, part of our uh, live stream on Facebook. Um, going through some changes with that, but uh, you can watch it, folks. Uh, we call it the noon report on this Monday. But but that's what people are going to see. That you, you, There's only so much of this that you can spin. And the fact that there is the President of the United States f- literally asleep at this global warming climate change conference, that there's no other way to spin that. And I, listen, I'm sure it, it, you know what, it is tiring. And he is an older person. But they need to, they needed to do something. And maybe it isn't, I don't know, maybe it's not coffee. Maybe coffee then makes them have to, uh, you know, use the facilities uh, a little more frequently. But but th- this this is um, they can't get anything done in Washington. They're being pushed around by the progressives now closer to home. When you hear Governor McKee saying, well, you know, the Biden administration, who is that getting confidence with? Right. Who's feeling confident Every time Governor McKee is going to cite the Biden administration, Governor McKee has his has his own problems. Now, I also I just want to check for folks right now at 1224. The uh, Drudge Report, Yunkin winning without Trump. The poll is very, very close. So now here is something that I know a lot of people don't want to talk about. But there is Republican contender in Virginia avoids Trump's campaign event. So the business Donald Trump was scheduled to host a Virginia campaign event today for Glenn Youngkin, the Republican candidate for governor in a race down to the wire. But he, the Youngkin will not participate as he attempts to balance appeals to the former president's supporters with a semblance of independence. Trump will host a phone in tele-rally as he's trying to boost Youngkin past Democrat opponent, former Governor Terry McAuliffe. Contest seen by many, and I've talked about it a lot, as a referendum of the Biden presidency. On Monday, right now, folks, he is ahead by less than two points. So McAuliffe was due to stage rallies um, in northern Virginia, Virginia Beach. And McAuliffe, close ally of the Clintons, has campaigned with Biden, Harris, Barack Obama, other high-profile Democrats, nonetheless, um, he just can't get enthusiasm. So they are going to watch. I know that Saturday night, uh, President Trump attended, you know, was at the World Series. And um, and by all accounts, listen, I think this is one of those you can't you can't deny that the the, the most important thing is for this Republican candidate for governor to win the race. There's nothing more important than that. So. If he can do it with President Trump's help, great. If not, if 
President Trump gets involved and that just helps Terry McAuliffe, then President Trump should not get involved. It's as simple as that. Folks, you can't deny that the former president is seen as a divisive figure. And it's about winning elections. Nothing matters more than winning. This is a winnable election. So they need to do whatever. So if they're finding that he can win the election by keeping former President Trump at arm's length, then that's exactly what should be done. Now, I, this is, you're seeing the, the erosion everywhere. And Rhode Island is not going to be immune from this. And by the way, you know, Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, he, he really walks the fine line. He, he's a Republican. He keeps the president at a distance. Um, he could have a challenger. But I think this could really open the door for a challenger uh, Republican statewide because the Biden presidency, folks, is basically going down in flames as we speak. And he's doing nothing to help himself. So and I want to talk a little bit also, you know, what's going on. I'm going to show you what's going on in in New York City. Now, there is a protest today and Governor McKee, this business of the double standard, there are people we have covered them. I have covered the protest. Many of the frontline workers who are out of work because the governor, Governor McKee's mandate was October 1st. If you weren't vaccinated, then, you know, frontline worker, you're out. But if that's the case, how do you have uh, staff at the state hospitals, Ellena Slater Hospital, where they're still, they're still working? How is that possible? Talk about a double standard. And now I see, the, you know, the nurses union is complaining that the union representing the nurses at Ellen Slater is blaming the state's failure to meet its own vaccine to, on burnout that produced staffing shortages. And it is true that the traveling nurses are getting a lot more money. But how is this possible that they have the frontline workers who have been out of work, but then they allow people at Elena Slater, the state hospital, to still keep getting delays on the mandates. Now, Governor McKee was asked about it on Saturday. I'm going to play the exchange of Paul Rayana was there, and I give him credit, and the other frontline workers that have been protesting. And I just think the McKee people were totally caught flat-footed. Every time they're encouraging, they're, excuse me, they're encountering the protesters, folks. It, it's as if there's no plan. No one is saying, here's what we should do. Or you know, I'll play you the sound and, and the governor's one of his communication people is right there and she does nothing to go up and approach them and say, listen, we w- I was there outside the pharmacy on Manton Avenue when they said, all right, we will talk to you and blah, blah, blah. And she was yelling at me, John, don't film this. This is private, even though we're on a public sidewalk and like this nonsense yammering like a, a cackling hen. What is wrong with you people? Take control of the situation. Talk to these protesters for crying out loud. I mean, I I almost feel for Governor McKee, his staff is standing there doing nothing. My God, that's why he's having such a tough time raising money. And the governor's getting crushed. He had a terrible quarter with fundraising. Half of what he thought he was going to raise. Folks, that is not a a confident uh, campaign. This portion of our program, folks, is brought to you by The CBD Store. Stop it and see them, 1845 Post Road in Warwick, and for a couple different things. Now, it's located right off the highway across from Airport Plaza. Maybe for yourself. It's a stressful time. A lot of people have anxiety. Maybe you have different pains. Everything's all natural. It's hemp and CBD. And I've told, and I tell the story, I stopped in and saw Michael, and he recommended these. For as I told you folks, many times when one, I'm up late working, or I'm out covering a crime scene, you know, you're pretty wired. It can be tough to fall asleep. And then Michael recommended these Delta 8 gummies, and they are fantastic. Just take a little bit, and in about 30 minutes, boom, folks, nice, peaceful, relaxing sleep. And then he also recommended this, and we started giving this to our little dog, Rummy. And this is CBD for pets. And it really helps. You know, your pet can't 
vocalize to you, you know, my hind legs are sore or, you know, um, I, I hurt my tail from chasing that cat. So we put just a little bit in uh, Rum's food or in his mouth, just a little bit. And, um, you know, there's directions on it. And, folks, he's bouncing around. He's like, it's like it's taken five years off his life. Where can you get this tremendous, you want to give this to your pet, is uh, the CBD store. 1845 Post Road Warwick, right across from Airport Plaza, right off the highway. Everything, they're open seven days a week. It's all legal products, by the way. Hemp and CBD, stop it and see them. Uh, pick this up, if not for yourself, for your pet as well. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. You hear me mention the website, depetro.com, And don't forget, depetro.com. Folks, is brought to you by Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland. 20 years experience, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Listen, this is a good real estate market. If you have the right person, you don't want to take any chances. Call Pat Elston today. There's a link at the website for Pat, 401-474-5253. As I said, 20 years experience, Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland, and specialized services all around Island and Southeastern Mass. Um, contact Pat today, licensed both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. I want to play, um, so it was over the weekend on Saturday, and, you know, Governor McKee, if he doesn't have the if he doesn't realize yet that he needs to shake up his staff, then I, I don't know what's going to I just don't know what's going to do it for him. I mean, I don't know how much more he needs to see to realize that he's not being well served. I mean, if he really think of the primary is next September next September. So they show up at this event in Woonsocket. And who's there? The frontline workers that have been protesting. And I'm the video I'm going to play right now, this was shot by Channel 10. And I'm seeing Governor McKee. I'm seeing Paul Rihanna, the lead protester. I also see one of the governor's communication people. Lexi Chris is her name. She worked for Mayor Alorza. And she's standing there doing nothing. And the last time there was Paul Rihanna, the protesters, Governor McKee, and his aide, and they were standing outside the pharmacy for the flu shot photo op. So, and at that time, she said, let me take down your information to Paul Rihanna. Her name's Lexi Chris. The governor, by the way, does have some communication people, but I'm just going to say, she was there. You have to take control of the situation. If she had followed up and Paul claims that the McKee people will not call him back. That's what he has claimed. I just don't know. You know, this is like the pay me now or pay me later. You were dealing with them. They came up to you. They made it very clear they're not going away. And what I find embarrassing with this exchange, Governor McKee, this is the same guy that was at Waterfire. Governor McKee, this is the same guy leading the protesters outside your home. Governor McKee, this is the same guy you talked to outside the pharmacy in Providence for the flu shot photo op. Why are you at this point saying to him, now are you a nurse? How do you not know that at this point? I want to play, this was the exchange that uh, Channel 10 captured. You know, to ask that question at this point, governor, the governor keeps shoving them away. Now, again, I go back to his communication person is standing right there. Do something. Say, listen, Paul, we are going to talk to you. Like, folks, but again, when you, if you're Governor McKee, if you want to continue to have people on your staff that are clearly not up for the job. That here's the Channel 10 story. Governor McKee confronted by protesters, vaccine clinic in Woonsocket. Like at what point his staff, I, I, how can you be so useless? Do something. Talk to them. But the governor just goes, he just accepts it. Like, yeah, when I go to these different public events, we're heckled by the protesters. Well, 
That's because you don't have the right staff. I mean, what what is this? Totally avoidable. Self-inflicted. Self-inflicted you know, wound. I want to play, um, Channel 10 actually did a, a story on this on Saturday. And this was avoidable. Um, Governor McKee, like, I, he keeps thinking they're going to go away. And they're not going away. So this was the Channel 10 report. Vaccine deadline for Rhode Island healthcare workers. The group of protesters interrupted Governor Dan McKee's vaccine event this morning. NBC 10's Molly Levine got those moments on camera and joins us live in Providence. Molly. Ashley, protesters stood outside of Hamlet Middle School in Woonsocket where the event was taking place. They had signs and a megaphone. They eventually made their way inside to confront the governor. How come the state hospital's got an extension? How come the state hospital's got an extension? That's a fair question. Are you a nurse? You know, that, the fact at this point that he's asking that question. A family vaccine turned confrontational. Governor McKee's main goal today was to support vaccination efforts in Woonsocket, especially among children 12 and older. Uh, Rhode Island now is testing at the number one Uh, in the country. Stop with that. Among the 50 states, we're not number one in anything. Uh, All BS. Interrupted. Know so many people up in Woonsocket that's my like my second home. Totally loses control of the event. Protesters' concerns were heard from inside the middle school and outside. I still want to know why the state health care workers get an extra 30 days. That's a fair question. And the health care workers are going to as of October 1st. If someone can give me that answer, it would be greatly appreciated. Yes. Paul Rihanna, running for governor of Rhode Island at the event to ask McKee questions about the extension where How someone would argue McKee more leniency was given to state that? employees. Where does he work? What's his deal? To their own Set employees. up the phone call. But that 30-day extension expires tomorrow and health care facilities were required to report to Rido their latest vaccination rates on Friday. Some private employers fired their unvaccinated healthcare workers on the original deadline, October 1st. Thanksgiving's coming around the corner. Christmas is coming around the corner. How are we going to provide for our families and kids when we can't even work but the state employees get an extra 30 days? And ask the governor that and he has no response. Governor McKee's team did email us a statement saying that they support peaceful protesters expressing their opinions, but they're going to continue to share facts about. You know, they could say that all they want, but this is a self-inflicted wound. I I come I come back to this is avoidable. They're bringing it on themselves. Arson investigation underway. Five fires break out without minutes in Pawtucket. Oh, gee, do you really think it's arson? What do you think, Warwick is the only place that has arson in North Providence? Folks, 9,000 New York City workers on leave as vaccine mandate takes effect. This is just an absolute embarrassment. The Biden administration has completely, completely lost control of this whole thing. And anyone that is um, following this is following the mandate, I should say, is is just, this is just a joke. So now also Warwick defends arrest of former Providence school official. I don't blame them. They should be. Um, you know, and I don't know what to make of that. Remember the Providence official that was doing the toe popping and then he got arrested for being in the gym. So um, they should be speaking up. But this city and this situation, New York City, Mayor de Blasio, who's he blaming? He blames, watch, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio announces 9,000 city employees fired, not complying with the agenda. And Biden supports it. I want to play this. This is very significant. We're going to see firing 9,000? Possibly 9,000 city employees on leave without without pay today. So let's do it again. 9,000 city employees in leave without pay status at this moment. We've got- you know, actually, it's it's on leave without pay. But what a disaster! And folks, the majority of Americans, though, keep it. See, this is 
the McKee campaign needs to be careful. They talk about Biden because they, they act like he's got a 90% approval rating. Listen, this is MSNBC talking about his approval rating. Election day is now less than 24 hours away in Virginia, where voters will choose their next governor in a race that could provide both parties a preview for next year's midterms. Well, now some polling has two flashing warning signs for Democrats. A majority of Americans now disapprove of President Biden's job performance. And seven out of ten Americans believe this country is on the wrong track. For more on this, I'm joined by NBC News national political correspondent Steve Kornacki. And also with us is NBC News senior national correspondent Chris Jansing, live from Richmond, Virginia. So, Steve, what stood out to you in these numbers? Yeah, Lindsay, well, it, it is what you just put there, the headline, Joe Biden's approval rating here now down into the low 40s in our poll. And, and we've talked about this, these off-year governor's races, particularly in Virginia, where it looks so close right now, in the past the president's standing heading into that election, sort of the first year of every presidency, you've got that Virginia governor's race. The president's standing is often to have a lot to do, it seems, with the outcome of that election. And so here's Joe Biden now just, you know, 24 hours away from polls opening there in Virginia. Low 40s nationally here. You see, if you break this down by party, what stands out here, no surprise, the independence. And look at that, over 50% disapprove of Biden among independents, under 40% approve. And this is who we're following as a state. Folks, how about New York City? 26 firehouses closed, 2,000 firefighters call out sick, 24,000 city workers staying home, complete Sheer incompetence. Complete sheer incompetence. And who's the state following? Biden. What a joke. And of course, folks, Ramundo. Of course, who's in the administration? Commerce Secretary Ramundo. Rhode Island's number one in the nation in distance learning, she announced last spring. Yeah, okay. Rhode Island is number, there's no such thing. They just make things up. They absolutely just make things up. Number one in distance learning. (sighs) The scores are are atrocious, as we discussed last hour. There's there's, There's more students that cannot do work at grade level than students... Who are unable to. If you have a child and they can do. If they're in 8th grade and they can actually do 8th grade work. The number of students that cannot do 8th grade work in 8th grade is now larger than the students that can. Disgraceful. How does Governor McKee stand at that event? Rhode Island is number Stop saying that. No one believes that. Only in your world. Lieutenant Governor Matto, Rhode Island. Stop. What? You mean the lieutenant governor, the one to defund the police? These people are so full of it. And the media completely gives them a free pass. Oh, my God. Hey, the numbers speak for themselves. He is getting pummeled with fundraising. Governor McKee. You know, Governor, you keep following the Biden administration. See how that's going to go. Good luck with that, as they say. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, keep following the Biden administration. Is there anybody, you know, in for. He was asleep at the U.N. Climate Change Conference. You know, anyone that saw how Governor Amundo completely and her administration how much they screwed up um, UHIP. And then now this person is now in charge, supposedly, um, is now in charge of finding more computer chips. And then also, as if, as if Gina Raimondo is going to straighten out the logjam of ships on the West Coast. What did they do? She's actually given up. They have pivoted from saying that they're going to solve it to now saying, um, well, it's really not our our responsibility. That's her new talking point. Well, if you're not happy 
because you don't have things. Um, it's really not our fault. The government has no place in it. See, folks, this is the ultimate. When, when things are going well, they want to take credit for it. If it's, if it's not going well, then they just start to blame and say, well, we shouldn't even be involved with this in the first place. So Commerce Secretary Raimondo says fixing supply chain issue will take a little bit of time. Yeah, that's what she said about UHIP, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that, that's what we were told is that was a disaster. Oh, is that really going to take some time? You mean that the 100 ships that are off the coast of California? Thank you, Queen Obvious. Oh, really? Is that going to take a little time? It is? Huh. Boy, this administration, folks, is the ultimate for, like, declaring the obvious. Oh, yeah, is that really going to take a little time? Commerce Secretary Raimondo, supply chain isn't something that can be fixed overnight. Let's hear her. And, folks, these are all Biden talking points from yesterday on Face the Nation. And fundamentally, supply chains and logistics are run by the private sector. Oh. You know, people say to me, will Christmas gifts be delivered? To which I say, call FedEx. You know, that, that isn't what the government does. What we are doing, and the president is committed to this, we're using every tool in our toolbox Whoa. to be supportive, to help, to unstick the ports. No, they're not. Uh, an area that I am very focused on is the semiconductor shortage. We are leaning forward into that, increasing transparency in the semiconductor supply chain to make sure that we do everything possible. But this is a direct result of COVID. It is temporary, and we are working every day to unstick these supply chains. You know, where that is completely false, and that was Commerce Secretary Raimondo. Folks, is because of the Biden administration, a lot of the companies want to use higher workers, temporary workers. Hear me out. Now, this is something I don't, I didn't hear the full interview on Face the Nation. Maybe I'll play it next hour. But- um, they want to hire temporary workers, but because of the Biden administration, they're saying, no, you have to, you can only hire union workers. So when Commerce Secretary Raimondo says, you know, that's not government, excuse me, you're wrong. They are the ones driving it because they, they are affecting the type of workers that many of the companies want to hire. Completely false. I can't wait. Hopefully the Wall Street Journal will will, in fact, um, do a piece on that. I'll play her full interview next hour. But let's go to Kelly O'Donnell, who mentions that it would appear the camera caught President Biden with his eyes closed. She goes on to mention he will be 79. So it's a uh, let me hear this piece that was on uh, NB- hey, uh, MSNBC. The president's overseas tour and he was uh, seen on camera with his eyes closed. It appears that perhaps he was dozing. And in these settings, uh, cameras are all around. And the camera caught uh, President Biden, who turned 79 later this month, uh, with his eyes closed for a period of time. And you're right. These can be embarrassing situations. You have the contrast of leaders, including President Biden, calling for the urgency of these issues of addressing climate and uh, a moment like that in a session uh, can be uh, a political uh, obstacle for a moment. Of course it is. You know why, folks, at 1250? Because here's why they're upset. There's no way to spin that. Right. There's no way to spin that. The guy fell asleep. Well, he's going to be 79 at the end of the month. I mean, this is a joke. This is this. This is terrible. This really is. We are going down the wrong. The, the, and, but, but the country knows it, as a matter of fact. The country knows it. 71%. 71%. of the nation feel that the country's headed in the wrong direction. 71%. So that's not 30% of Republicans. That's not 50%, 71%. And what do you think is going to be the result when they see that he's at this big uh, climate meeting on the world stage and he can't even stay awake? Now, I don't, 
at 12.51. I don't know what the, you know, I don't know whether they give him some kind of a medication, if they need to just pump him with coffee. But what I know is you can't have the president of the United States who, let's face it, folks, is a little feeble to begin with. Are we asking too much that we ask he remain awake while he's on the national stage at this type? I mean, is that really asking too much? So can you even imagine what would be the reaction if that had been President Trump, right? Whether it's locally, President Biden, his agenda, a lot happens, a lot's going on this week, starting with Virginia and New Jersey. And then whether or not they can pull this whole plan together. The talk is that if Terry McAuliffe loses Virginia tomorrow, race for governor, a lot of moderate Democrats are going to back away from this whole build back better, which is just a joke. Folks, on this Monday, it is John DePietro show, November 1st on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. This portion of the program, folks, this portion of our show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Residential, commercial, seal coating. You know, you really only have about 30 more days where you can do effective paving. Why not get your driveway paved? Call them for a free estimate, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Learn about the benefits of asphalt paving. Letter J, J. Perry Paving is a licensed insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs no matter how big, how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. Call J. Perry Paving today. Look for them on Facebook. Call them for a free quote, 401-732-1730. And remember, if you're a veteran, no one has a better package for veterans than J. Perry Paving. As a matter of fact, they even do a monthly drawing where some veteran ends up then getting a uh, free driveway paved. Folks, call J. Perry Paving today, 401-732-1730, letter J., J. Perry Paving. Folks, as always, I implore you, visit the website, petro.com And don't forget, petro.com which is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. I've been there, folks, several times, as a matter of fact. Now, they'll have Monday Night Football on tonight. They also carry the World Series at uh, Endzone Sports Pub, karaoke Friday and Saturday nights. And also, they have the NFL ticket on Sundays. Which is, you know, anytime there's some game where they enter the red zone, boom, they click on it. So you can see if you're either doing fantasy or maybe have a wager on the game, uh, check them out. Stop in. It's a great crowd. End zone sports pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, at 1254, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This, uh, this is a big consequential uh, week. It is. As far as the Biden presidency Um, and folks, you know, the the country is moving in. It's not your imagination. The country is basically in chaos right now. You know, let's face it. President Biden is not up to the job. President Biden will be 79 later this month. They kept him from the campaign. People were burnt out and tired of President Trump. And Biden was just this safe choice. People were thinking of, you know, he was vice president. He stood the best chance of getting elected. And they kept everybody at home. They kept him off the campaign trail. And now it's he he just can't, you know, rally. You need a leader. And he's just not up to the challenges. Think of that, of being the president. And it, you know, I, I don't like seeing a United States president fall asleep at an important meeting with all the cameras. That's going to be shown everywhere. But, folks, some of these headlines, New York City begs for volunteer firefighters. One third of the firefighters in New York remain unvaccinated. Uh, in L.A., L.A. sheriff warns mass exodus among personnel. How about prisoners? Prisons face staff shortages as officers quit. CDC plagued by confused messaging on boosters. 
I mean, but but this is what do they think is going to happen? And then close to the home, you know, folks in Rhode Island, the media should not give Governor McKee a free pass. He couldn't answer anything. He couldn't answer anything. And instead, he sent his state police in to basically threaten the protesters and tell them that if they again were in some way irritating the governor, that they would be arrested. Rhode Island's own hospital still can't get into compliance with the vaccine mandate. How is that possible? How is that possible? That is a complete double standard. And the governor, instead of answering that question, right, it's because of the unions. Instead of answering that question with his uh, incompetent member of uh, his staff standing right there, instead says, well, what are you you a nurse? Oh, now you're asking the guy? He's been protesting you since August. Now, here's something else today. Education Commissioner Fonte Green is up for a new contract this week. Details of the contract are still unclear, but a contract extension for the end of 2021 would offer a job security heading into an election year. Well, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what to make of that other than um, other than the fact that the, the test scores speak for themselves. But if you're not going to give her the tools to do the job, then you're just right. It's a different jockey on a dead horse. Now, you want to talk, how about this headline? Cities struggle with ways to crack down illegal bikes and ATV riding. This is the Boston Globe. Providence has an ATV problem, but so do cities from Philadelphia to Boston. See, this is all part of, you know, maybe it's not such a problem. Excuse me, Cranston doesn't have one. You know why? Because Cranston has a zero tolerance on it. It's all what you tolerate. You know, some of these other cities have a problem. Yeah, what's the common denominator? Who the mayor is, what the police force is being told that they can tolerate. That's what it is. If you don't allow it, then it's not going to happen. As soon as they started cracking down, as soon as Alorza allowed the Providence police to start to crack down on it, the problem started to go away. But if you allow it, then of course it's going to continue that way. So, but to, to start to drag into the other, you know, cities and so forth, is that the level you want to be at? You know, we have a problem, but a lot of people have. Well, how come, you know, North Providence doesn't have an ATV problem? Cranston doesn't have an ATV problem. Folks, good afternoon at 1259. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Now, here's what we're going to do. Coming up, we're going to hear the one o'clock news. The big national story. I, listen, it's embarrassing, but it's true is President Biden fell asleep overseas at this climate change conference on the world stage. So he's also unable to do a press conference. All right, we have a full hour to go. Next hour is radio only. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. A lot more ahead on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. The Power Hour is next on the John DePietro Show.